fucking bullshit, man. Old Hulk Hogan come to me. He say, I want to be famous like you, Shiki baby. I say, first I make you humble. Then I break your back with a new episode of What Are We Even God Doing? damn it. Okay. That's right. I'm going to leave the silence in there because I think it's funny. Uh, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was by design. Yeah, 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 yeah. Folks, I feel like we've started a lot of episodes like this recently. It's completely sincere this time. It's been so long. It actually has been a really <laughs> long time. <laughs> like, for those of you listening to this, it hasn't. But hey, for yeah, us... That's true, that's true, that's true. It has. Those are some of my favorite episodes to listen to, though. Because when we get to, like, when we build up a buffer and then we, like, get lazy and don't record for a couple weeks... Sure. When we get to the week where... No, it's not time for that yet. <laughs> yeah. No, we come in... When we get to the week where we have to record... Yeah. And I upload that episode and I start listening to it, I'm like, oh, wow, I remember this. Yeah, This is, yeah. like, from ages ago. And we come in, we're hot, we're energetic, we're loaded for bear, as I believe we like to say. Yes. Yeah, Speaking good. of building a buffer, though, yes, we've committed to quite a horrible, uh, not horrible, just quite a it's harrowing, an, harrowing yeah, task. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So we usually we've been pretty open about this. We oh, record yeah. two episodes at a time, right? Today we're pushing you, the limits. Okay, you, we're pushing the boundaries, mm-hmm. folks. We're going to do three episodes in this recording session. Now, this one. You should expect the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entertainment, the enthralling action and adventure that only What Are We Even Doing can give to you in a podcast format. Yes. The swashbuckling high seas stakes and adventures. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to that third one, which for you guys listening to this will be in two weeks. Yes. The odd episodes are the quality and the, the entertainment. Yeah. The even episodes are we're angry and tired. <laughs> so now now this time though. Right. Because next episode is going to be 82, I think. Yes. 83. That's going to be our third episode in the in one night. We've never done that before. No, we haven't. We but you it's know un- for an unprecedented and unfathomable third <laughs> time we will record tonight. And I'm making a pledge to you guys. I'm going to do my goddamnedest to keep this energy up. Because I feel great right now. We're cracking some... Well, we haven't yet. We haven't yet. But we're going to be cracking some natter days. I feel like we, it's about time. It what a beautiful really segue, is. by the way. Honestly, yeah. What a beautiful... Well, that try, was okay, silky we'll, smooth. We'll get into the yep. Three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a little bit of a micro. We didn't need that countdown. I don't... I, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we no. got it. We got yeah. it. Now, hang so, on. Go ahead. You, intro. What you having? So now I've done the regular Natter Day thing. You've been talking about these pineapple Natter Days you've been having. Oh, yeah. This is about to be my first time trying one. I'm curious what you think. Okay. Mm. Goddamn, man. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Now, I, I know we talked about it before. I think maybe the last time I was having those on here. Mm-hmm. That's a summer drink. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Like, to me, you bring me that on a... Even, like, I, I enjoy a crisp fall day as much mm-hmm. as the next guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Bring me that then? Not interested. Gotta be honest with you, I'm not. I understand that yeah. for this one. Sure. You've said this before about our beloved mm-hmm. Arnold Palmer spiked yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll have that all year round for my taste. Wow. Hot take. All I right. love it. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll take a bush apple all year round. I, it sure, really bothers sure. me. This. Yeah, honestly, those should be available round the clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of mad at John Bush that they're not, quite frankly. <laughs> John Bish. John Bush. John Bish. John Bish. John Bush should have been my porn name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good, folks. Um, but we are—we're back. We're back in the saddle. Back mm-hmm. in the studio, and we've got an interesting main event tonight. But before we get to that main event, you want to talk some wrestling news, or no? Yeah, I, I mean, we—if we have some, yeah, sure. I—I—I I, 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 I have like one or two things. Maybe we can. You keep up on wrestling news more. Well, a little bit. Actually, we've had. There's been a lot of things that have happened since the last time we recorded. All of it, and some of it has come and gone. Quite frankly, yeah. Um, okay, you you take this now. Okay, so I, I'm going to bring this up based on when I know this episode is coming out because we've talked about it before. That's the 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 problem with talking wrestling news on this show. It's on our schedules and everything. Sometimes we're talking about shit and people are like, brother, that's old hat. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. You know what I mean? Like, But we could do that here because this episode comes out in two days. Correct. So, <laughs> the All Elite Wrestling just had a pay-per-view event. Because theirs are not yes. premium live events. But they had a pay-per-view <laughs> called Double or Nothing. And one of the most hotly anticipated matches on the card was MJF versus Wardlow. <laughs> you gonna make it there, bro? I'll be fine. He's good. Uh, for those of you who don't know or don't follow... Great story. It's been built for uh, two and a half years or something. Cool shit. <laughs> Wardlow is one of the most over people in the company right now. I love it. I do too. They're they're actually kind of. I almost feel like they were like, "Hey, what made Goldberg work?" And then they were like, "Well, let's modernize that concept, right?" So, anywho, there was this whole rumor and innuendo going around over the past couple of days that MJF was like, "Fuck this place, I'm out." And left Las Vegas, wasn't going to do the match, just bailed on the pay-per-view. And brother, let me tell you, this rumor brought the internet to its knees with yeah all kinds of awful opinions and whatnot. This was, this was the only thing I saw on Twitter. Yeah. For fucking ages. Fun fact, pay-per-view happened. MJF was there, did the match, did the... By the way, I, I got a, a side note here. He got absolutely crushed by Wardlow. As in, he got in a tiny amount of offense very early on. Wardlow gave him ten power bombs in succession with no interruption or reprisal from MJF or anyone and pinned him with one foot on his chest and MJF was then stretchered out of the building. Now, real quick, if you have watched the product... That's what should have happened. Okay. It's been building for two and a half years. He has treated Wardlow like shit for two and a half years. We've made him into this ungodly killing machine. Of course. Yeah. What other logical conclusion is there? Mm -hmm. And the dumbest fucking take that I saw on this from multiple people were, I can't believe they buried MJF. And I'm like, you don't know what wrestling is. You don't know. You have no, you, you don't get to have that opinion. You don't inter- get to watch anymore. Yeah, your internet privileges are gone. Like, that's what should have happened, and it did. Mm-hmm. So now it becomes the, is MJF done with AEW? Blah, 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 blah. He is 
under contract with them until 2024. I remember seeing something about, like, the result of the pay-per-view is because he walked out. That's his punishment or something like that. But here's the thing. Because it is a predetermined contest, no. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Like, I do and I don't ever get that whole, like, oh, this is your punishment for whatever thing, right? Like, um, you go all the way back in time to, like, 94, 95, right? The, the curtain call, the infamous yeah, curtain call, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, Nash and Hall bounced, so you, Vince can't punish them because they committed the ultimate sin of breaking kayfabe at that point. Sean's champion. What are you going to do to him? Strip him of the belt. You could obviously do that. Honestly, yeah, exactly. You could do literally honestly, anything you want. I hate that that's the excuse we just accept for why th- right. they could Sean is champion that you made champion, so we can't punish him by unmaking him champion. So instead I they have... I gave you that belt. Right. Now I can't do anything to you. What? I gave you that fake thing, and now I can't do any fake things to you. Um, yeah, so instead they had Triple H eat a bunch of pinfalls and feud with guys for... I don't know, six, eight months or so, and he didn't win the King of the Ring that year. But here, here is, I will say this. I do Stone think Cold it's interesting. Yep, exactly. So in a... I thought you were getting away from that. That's no, right. no, no. I, I think it's fascinating to think that if the curtain call has doesn't happen, Austin doesn't win the King of the Ring. If Austin doesn't win King of the Ring, we don't get Austin 316. So what you're saying here is, once again, Shawn Michaels is the most important wrestler in history. Honestly, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, got it. Mm. And that Kevin Nash is the greatest wrestler in history. Honestly, yes. Uh, and I don't that know. Scott Hall is one of the most un- is the most underrated wrestler in history. Honestly, probably. Um, and that Triple H sucks. No, <laughs> uh, okay, so I bring this up because like. Since we've also last recorded, Sasha and Naomi walked out. What? Yeah. Now that, though, happened. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that, that actually was, happened. That wasn't something that was rumored and then they were written off. That actually occurred. I kind of just think it would be fun to discuss the idea of people walking out on their companies and shit. Because part of me... I feel like it's going to start it. happening more. I do, too. Because now people have options. Yeah. And that... And people have set the precedent. Yeah. Like, now that Sasha and Naomi did the deal. Absolutely. Like, also, uh, in adding more fuel to that, so Sasha and Naomi bounce. Mm-hmm. They unnecessarily take shots at them over commentary after they leave. And they say, we're going to hold a tournament to crown new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Fun fact. That's not happening. Mm, okay, Why? Why? Why would it? Can you? They they don't have any teams. Oh, okay. Which is part of the frustration with Sasha and Naomi leaving. Mm-hmm. Like they were literally told, like, "Hey, we're going to put these belts on you guys and focus on this division and these titles," and then didn't. Blah blah blah. All this other crazy shit happens. I'm sure you guys can find it online. They get mm-hmm. pissed off. Fuck you. Here's your belts and leave. Yeah, we're going to do this tournament. Nope. I love it. Since then, there's been no mention of it whatsoever, and according to the internet, these plans have been scrapped. By the scrap daddy? Adam Pierce? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Former several-time NWA world champion, I believe. Love it. Yeah. So there's the news. That's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That's wild. But here's the thing, like... These are wild I, times. If you keep up with my logic here, 
I don't know if I've t- I explained. We've talked about wrestling being a cyclical like timeline, right? right? Dude, we're in the freaking nineties right now. Do you think the that early we're nineties? Do you think that we're in that early nineties build to the mid nineties where we're about to get that like? I'm not going to compare Hogan at that point to Cody now, obviously, but you get a big name from one brand jumping ship to the other. And then, I feel like we're earlier. You think we're earlier than I that? I think honestly. I think it's as easy as this. The universe works in strange ways. We're in 92. Okay. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. By 2030, wrestling will be awesome. We just got to tough it still out, still guys. On the downturn. <laughs> the in ring product will somehow get bad, but it's going to be more popular. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because know. of the Attitude Era. Yeah, it'll. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like, But even now, the in ring is very good. Yeah. What I'm saying is it's going to have to start like to get bad. the ring can't get... I can't say that, because uh, in, infinite things can happen. Oh, absolutely. But as of right now, I feel like it'd be almost impossible for the in-ring to get bad. No, I mean, I, I, I think that the standard of good and bad changes. Fair. If, you know what I mean? Because Fair. now I think that like the standard of good wrestling... Even if you go back, say, ten years, right? The standard of good wrestling now was great wrestling ten years ago. Mm. Like, I think the stand, the bottom... I think the, the, the bottom line has actually gotten higher as time has gone on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know? Because now, for someone to say that you're bad now, you gotta just fucking suck. <laughs> Um, have you watched any wrestling recently? Let's get to that undercard. I watched one of the most insane fucking pay-per-views of my entire life. Hmm. And I'm absolutely putting it on the fuck board. Okay. People probably only remember this pay-per-view for one thing. Okay. Judgment Day 05. I don't remember Judgment Day 05 for... Wait, hang on, let me guess, let me guess. Um, because of... Hang on. If Judgment Day 04, if... I recall correctly is Bradshaw and Eddie. Then Judgment Day 05 is Bradshaw and Cena. Yes, which I do remember, but I don't remember specifics. I only remember that it is also a complete fucking bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have I have no concept of this show past that. It is fucking insane, Tom. <laughs> there is so much. I was like, I w- I want to turn on the pay per view specifically to watch the Cena and. Bradshaw match. I remember I very briefly the- thinking that was going to become a thing for Judgment Day, like oh, okay. not not like an an a, a uh, reference like on air, like we're not talking about it. I really remember thinking, "Oh fuck!" Every year at Judgment Day, we're just going to have some fucking violent, the streets run red type of fucking main event. Hmm. I crazy, yeah yeah I, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Go on. Um, but I was watching the opening video package and I was like, "No way, that's on this show." No way, this is on... What is happening? What is this opening map? What? Give me an example. Insane. So, okay, I'll give you an example. Sure. Um, the opening matchup... Okay. ...is... Oh my god, I gotta remember exactly who's on one of the full... Oh, it's Eminem. It's Eminem. Okay. Versus... Bob Holly. Okay. And Charlie Haas. Wait. Just let that set in. <laughs> Just oh. let that set in. 
What are we doing? What? What? They were a team. When? I don't remember. I that guess ever Judgment Day of 05. What the fuck? Oh, that's not going to be a good team. It's fucking so weird. That's the example. That's, that's generic an example on bland. Of, that's an ex- yeah. That's an example of what a, just how just weird and insane. There's more insane. I feel like O five was out a, because I don't want you to know them unless we wa- until we watch it. I feel like O five was a pretty bad time for SmackDown because I feel like O five. Um. O five for the a little bit of it. We still had Evolution. You still had like Triple H and Batista over on Raw, mm. so there was still like something big. You know, I'm sure. I bet the undercard from Raw in O five is batshit. That I just don't remember. But I feel like SmackDown in 05 was just struggling. See, for for, for whatever reason, you just kind of blew my my mind here. Hmm. Because whenever someone says, like, wrestling in 05, or wrestling in 04, or whatever, yeah. my mind immediately goes to silver, blue, there's the fist. Yeah, right. right. So when you said, yeah, I bet the undercard for Raw... In 05, I was like, holy shit, I forgot Raw existed in 05. <laughs> like, I have no concept of 05 Raw. Right. It's so weird to me, which makes me want to think, maybe we cover some of 05 I'm Raw. not opposed. There's Again. so many things we want to cover. Guys, we have plans for this show. We have so many ideals. Uh, I have watched a little bit of wrestling recently. Um, I started watching... The replay of All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing, a pay-per-view which went on about as long as a season of television. Mm-hmm. Um, we we watched a little, watched bit, a little of bit of it right before we uh, before jumped this? in here. Uh, what I saw has been good. I know that a common complaint, of, and I did see the main event when I got home from work. That's how long that show was, probably. <laughs> um I know that a common complaint about AEW pay-per-views is that they're too long, and I do not disagree. They they are lengthy. Mm-hmm. I understand that part of the logic is, oh, they only do four a year. Okay, cool. And I also understand if you're paying you're paying fifty dollars to rent that shit on pay-per-view, right? Mm-hmm. Brother, you better get some shit right for fifty fucking in this economy. That's a couple gallons of gas. But like, folks, um, yeah, that's pretty good. And I understand that, but at the same time, there's also, like, there were 13 matches on that main card, and I was like, I can pick five of these that could have just been on TV, and it mm. would have been fine. Um, but I did get home in time to watch the main event of Hangman Adam Page versus Charles Montgomery Punk. Uh, it was... I I liked the match, I just didn't love it. Uh, I'm, I am a big CM Punk guy. Yeah, same That one. match is the first time that since he's come back where I watched it, and I was like... Oh fuck, he's old. <laughs> like I yeah. I don't know if it was also I think they go like 25 minutes. Like it's Jesus. it's I mean it's a pay-per-view main event world title, you know, match. And there was just some shit in it where I was like, "God damn, Phil." Like but also part of it might also be because he's in there with Hangman Page who's like just a top-tier professional wrestler right now. Yeah. Like he's in one of his primes, especially like in ring, that guy's crazy athletic. Isn't uh, it crazy so to good. like witness a prime? It is because you always like, you know, you don't think that it is until it's come and gone, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But 
It's interesting to like those few times you're like, I think this is a prime here. Yeah. Danielson. Danielson's in one right now. A big time. That's I might argue Danielson's been in one for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, his stuff right now too. Holy yeah. shit! Like he, he's uh, Jericho always gets credit for reinventing himself, mm-hmm. and rightfully so, like because he does. Yeah. It's not nearly as grandiose or anything as the Chris Jericho reinventions and rehashes. Brian Danielson has done this time and time again throughout his career. It's just on a more, I guess, nuanced level yeah, of reinvention. Maybe. Yeah. Because, I mean, like... Well, well, okay, I'll, I'll forego the independence, right? Yeah, okay. NXT Daniel Bryan yeah. is not the same as world champion Daniel Bryan Mm-mm. which is not the same as team hell no Daniel Bryan which is not the same as no 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 singles Daniel Bryan which is not the same as uh, like general manager Daniel Bryan which is not the same as post comeback babyface Daniel Bryan which is not the same as the planet's champion Daniel Bryan which is not the same as the babyface he was right before he left the fed Daniel Bryan right which is not the same as merciless murder factory Daniel Bryan that he is right now. What a, speaking of primes, give me prime uh, Perk Angle versus right now Danielson. Holy shit. The world will bleed. <laughs> Earth will gouge out its own eyes so as not to see the horror that is before it. Mm. So, now what? What are, what are uh, I had a couple other like? things on the undercard that have oh, yeah. nothing to do with wrestling. Oh, yeah. Nothing to do with wrestling at all. Are there I... any that you... Now, before we divulge everything that we've ever seen in our entire lives, we have two other undercards tonight. We technically. do. So do you uh, want to save some of this for the next or no? Uh, I can get a couple of these here. Okay. Because uh, I've been watching a lot of shit in the downtime. Um, I watched... Mm. Wes Craven's The Serpent and the Rainbow. Okay. It's a movie from the 80s. Wes Craven, who's done a lot of horror movies, most notably like your Nightmare on Elm Streets and such. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is one of the most baffling movies I've seen. Uh, if I'd seen it when I was a kid, I would have loved it. As an adult, I just kind of liked it. Uh, basically, three quarters of the movie, it's about voodoo. Mm. And three quarters of the movie is telling you it's not real. There's a logical explanation behind it, and we're going to explain that all to you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then the last quarter of the movie is, oh, no, it is real. And there's just people, there's haunted chairs, and there's guys jumping through walls, and there's murder, and it's voodoo, and ma- it, it's... What? It's insane. It, it's absolutely fucking insane. Um, okay. I bought and started to watch Aliens, as in Alien 2. Mm-hmm. Movie that I absolutely adore. Um, I got frustrated one night when I saw that I didn't own it. Bought it. Got it. Um, <laughs> I also <laughs> watched Terminator 2. Another James Cameron movie with the commentary on. If you've ever seen Terminator 2, here's here's the shit that you need to know. And if you haven't seen it, here's what you need to know. It's amazing. It is a, an amazing action movie. The special effects... Somehow still hold up, uh, which honestly is 
more impressive to me than the rest of the movie because the movie is 92. Um, however, the kid actor in it, Eddie Furlong, everyone ever has said, this movie is great, Eddie Furlong fucking sucks. Mm. He's just not a good actor. Mm. I agree. I thought this the first time I saw it. I thought this this time when I saw it. So I'm watching this movie with the commentary by James Cameron. James Cameron, who has made more money than any eight people will ever see, right? This is your Titanic. This yeah, is yeah, Avatar. Yeah. You know, all these other Oh, yeah. Big time. He's on this commentary, and he says, Oh, yeah, our casting director found Eddie Furlong. He'd never been an actor before. He didn't even have any training. So I'm standing outside of, like, a YMCA and just love the way he looked and invited him to come in and try out for the role, and we gave it to him. And I'm listening to this going, Holy shit, one... What what the f- why would you ever do that? Two, I guess good for Eddie Furlong because you've literally been like, "Hey kid, you want to make all the money ever." But then Jim Cameron says, "I think he did a great job." No, he didn't. Of course not. And it's not even his fault. He's a fucking kid who's not a child actor that they just say, "Yo, you look like a fucking living Bart Simpson. You want to be that character in a movie?" And he's probably like, Huh? And they're like, we'll give you... I bet that kid initially got paid $750,000 in 1992. And then royalties and everything else and blah, blah, blah has become a multi-millionaire from it for being a bad actor. I love it. It just fucking broke my fucking brain. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Anyways, so there's um, that. Yeah. Should we get to this main event? See we did the flyer. Yeah, I think we're think we're ready to do it. Guys, we're here today to talk about SmackDown from I did not write down the date. September eighteenth, two thousand three. Two thousand and three. Two thousand Tickety Thousand Tickety Thousand and Three. Uh now this was a pick by you. Yes. I picked it on the show, technically. Correct. But let's go into that, because I know that you've explained this, but tell the people one more time. Why'd you pick this? I was asked a question by one of my friends. What was the longest match that happened in WWE? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. So I looked it up, and I got the initial 81-minute curfew draw of Bruno Sammartino and Pedro Morales or whatever. Right. I don't, probably not him. I don't know. Um, Something from, like, honestly, a bygone era that we probably... Like, there's no footage of, I would no, wager. Yeah. probably not. And, and I was like, that's just not what I'm looking for. So I looked up, like, a top ten or whatever. Right. And I was like, there'll be some mixture of, like, current and the old stuff, too. Because I know they used to just go long for no fucking reason back then. All the time. Jesus. Um... But, and then I was like, number 10 caught my eye immediately. I was like, what the hell? Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Mm -hmm. Iron Man match. Yeah. And I was like, that happened on SmackDown? Yeah. I've never seen, I didn't know that happened ever. Amazing. So, here's where we're at. And here we go. And Um, plus, we haven't done an episode of SmackDown before, ever. Really? This is our first one? Yeah. Oh, shit. We've, we've done the Raws, we've done the Nitros. God damn, you're right. Um, We're not doing Thunder. <laughs> yet. Um, ah, shit. You son of a bitch. Uh, 
Oh, so I knew that no, this match I'll, I'll had happened. <laughs> okay, I had another thing that could have been on the undercard, but I'll save it because we have okay. we have we multiple all the undercards. Yeah. We have all the time. Um, I knew that this match had happened, mm-hmm. but I have never actually seen it until I watched it, this episode for the show. Now, did you just say Cena? I've never actually seen a... <laughs> no, this is before his time. No, um, I, I genuinely thought you just said that. No. Okay. Uh, just want to make sure. But when it did, was... When did Cena debut? Sorry. Not long around this, actually. Okay. Yeah. Because, hang on. No, Angle would have been heel. You said this is 2003? Yeah. September. September of 2003? It would have been... Exercise your knowledge. Hang on. I have to think here. So, this is post-Mania 19. Yes. It's right around here, honestly. He may have already debuted at this point, because at Mania 20, it's Cena and Big Show for the U.S. title. Mm. So, we're not far from... Okay. Yeah, we're not far from Cena's debut here. on either In either direction. I think it's about to happen. But. Sweet. Um... I knew this match had happened. I'd never seen it. I love watching stuff from this era. This is a rare bit where I was like, man, they really were kind of like firing on all cylinders. We just don't talk about it that much because it wasn't as popular as it was three or four years prior. I feel if like that they killed sense. the threes, man. 03 ruled. Yeah. 13 ruled. Yeah. 93, we've done all those first two episodes of Raw. They ruled. Um, well, they existed. They, they, you can't count that because they hadn't figured it out yet. Sure. Once they figured it out. <laughs> Once they had all summer to think about it and they figured out what they did. All summer. Um, so, by, if my math's correct here. We're, we're coming up. We're coming we're up, coming up, up on another good year. good year. Yeah. Was 21 a good year? I would say no. Okay. Because <laughs> 11... Ruled too. I don't know how ninety one is or oh yeah. one rules and yeah. eleven ruled. So maybe maybe twenty three is gonna suck. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would make sense though because we're in the nineties in in our cyclical logic. Here. Right. So. The so 90s by sucks. your logic, we're in ninety three. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on ninety three. We're coming up on ninety three. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be. Fuck, another we're like four, halfway through the year. We're yeah, another, we're coming up on ninety three. Yeah, another four and a half years. She'll be cool again because somebody will like betray somebody on live pay per view. That makes sense. What <laughs> I was thinking about the the screw job. Oh, okay. We got to get back to that somehow because do you think how could we ever move be, on? Twenty uh, seven screw job, dude. Oh man, what if like in twenty twenty seven. Stu Hart comes back. No, <laughs> I, I was going to say, <laughs> MJF kicks the head of Vince McMahon that's in a jar that still keeps him alive, Futurama style, <laughs> and writes R-O-H in the air. R-O-H is <laughs> taking over AEW that's at this point. That's what I'm point. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow Tony Khan's other company has taken over his own company. <laughs> Right out from under him. And NJF boots the Futurama-style Vince McMahon head off the announce table because by that point he'll be doing commentary again. I love how you're talking like it's like way in the future. It's three years. (laughs) Or five years. Yeah. We're talking about 27. (laughs) But... 
in five years will have mastered the technology to keep someone's head alive in a jar. Mm-hmm. Who is Vince McMahon's Agnew? Oh, man, it's the fucking Lesnar, dude. I was going to say, no, it's the fucking... This is this might be too dark. I don't care. It's the headless body of Pat Patterson carrying around Vince's head in a jar. But I don't instead know, that's of pretty good though, instead of the Agnew, uh, it's just <laughs> banana. <laughs> what? Go banana. What are we doing? Yes, love it. Oh man, the disembodied body of Pat Patterson carrying around the. Did head. you just say the disembodied body? Oh fuck me, the dis, the beheaded body of Pat Patterson carrying around the disembodied head of Vince McMahon. <laughs> the disembodied body, which is just nothing. That was my nickname <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Sub disembodied body. <laughs> my finisher should have been called called the body disembodier. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we... Wow, that what happened there? A lot just happened. Yeah, it did. So we, talk, we were talking about 03, right? Yep, yep. So, okay. My first note on this... This was, like, around the time I started watching. Okay. Like, I watched... I started watching in 03. I was three years old, so I don't remember shit. But, like, this is... So at this point, I'm 19... 19 and, and change old, right? Like, mm. my birthday's in August. Huge, so mine. Huge Kurt Angle fan. Huge Brock Lesnar fan. Loved Lesnar. I hated... The moment that he started to have, like, matches where he could lose, I was like, ah, fuck! I just loved that he was just this, you know, unrelenting yes. force. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vince is in the opener here. Oh, my God. Just first of all, this intro hyping the shit out of this. Okay. This intro, y- yes. First of all, the absolute like the thing that you can skip at the beginning of all the things mm-hmm. on Peacock. This is a really good one. This intro here, this theme song, yeah. this video package. The you know what? I'm, I'm going to do this. By the way, I'm pushing my tips forward. This is the best one. This SmackDown's had. Love this song. Love this video package. Love the way it looks. Fuck yeah to all of this. Part of this is nostalgia based on SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, Mm, mm -hmm. which was one of the last wrestling video games I ever played. This was the theme song for it. I think you and I would enjoy playing like a 2K22. It's too complicated. I'm not good at video games, Braden. I'm really not. I'm a button masher. I I need to know X is strike. You and I would would have a good time playing 2K19. Uh, if by that you mean you would beat me and I would just rage quit and walk out of the room, then no, yes. we would have a good time <laughs> playing. You're not arguing with what I'm saying. Um, no, this video package, this intro rules. Yours, my life, my so, time. Vince here yeah. is in the opener saying something about the Iron Man match, right? Mm-hmm. My first note here just says they don't put matches that matter this much on TV anymore. Uh, I agree. And they they do everything in their power, and, which and we you know will what? reference on this, I'm sure, AEW to make this seem like it's a bad. Yeah, they do. AEW does that. They'll, they'll put a fucking what the shit is this match doing on TV match on like Rampage and shit. I'm like, That's, yeah, we're here. Let's go, dude. Uh, a couple of months ago, when they did World Title, Brian Danielson and Hangman Page, 
on television. There was build for it. There was hype and everything, but it was still, holy shit, that's a pay-per-view level match, and you're getting it on television. To me, this this Iron Man match is pay-per-view level. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Oh, big time. But it's like, no, we're going to give it to you right here, right now, you know, blah, blah. But, like, they do such a good job on this whole episode of hyping the fuck out of it. They make it the biggest thing ever. Right. Which it kind of is, because it's like a t- also a tiebreaker between Angle and... Their feud, st- their their best of three series, mm-hmm. started at Mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, uh, this, it kind of made me want to go back and do SummerSlam 03. Yeah. Because I've seen Mania, but by the way, spoiler, we're going to do Mania 19 and we're going to have Meg on because she was there for it. Yes. But, uh, they referenced the rematch at Survivor Series 03. I've seen it. And I remember Parts of you mean it. SummerSlam. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, for, yeah. I'm, you said yeah, Survivor excuse Series. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, SummerSlam. I've seen it. I remember parts of it, and I remember it being fucking awesome. Hmm. I didn't know that this was the fucking quote unquote rubber match, and it's an Iron Man match, and we're just doing it on television. I kind of like that though. I do too, but I think that like because the first two matches were so high profile, that helps make this one seem like. The biggest thing of all things. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, is why SmackDown is better than Raw. Anyway. Especially um, at this point. Especially at this point. Uh, so Taker interrupts this promo. Yeah. So one of the things that I had notes on on this, the amount of build for things that are happening in the future that's on this show is amazing, and it makes me hate the current WWE product even more than I already do. Yeah. So... Taker interrupts this promo. Says he's not going to interfere in the match. You know, whatever. I respect the title too much. Yeah. Cool. But, I don't respect you, Vince. You know, whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. This is because we're slowly building towards this match with Vince versus Taker. Wait, that happened? At Survivor Series 03. It's a what the fuck? It's a bloodbath. Dude. I literally timed it one time. The Why isn't that m- show the fuckboard? By the way, it is on the fuckboard. <laughs> oh my god! I'm literally dude. pointing to it right now. But it's why right isn't? Below. But why isn't the show the fuckboard entirely? Oh, I don't know. Jeez. Fun I fact. Okay. I rewatched that show one time with Matt Cage because we were talking about like, yeah, I remember like, <laughs> this is a fucking a river of blood. Um, mm-hmm. you know, match. We timed it from the bell ringing until Vince is bleeding. An ocean is 50 seconds. Okay. It's fucking awesome. We gotta get Cage on this show. We do. For that. I'm calling it. That is the Cage That one? Okay. Alright. We can do that. Cage. We know you listen. We know you listen to the show. Visit, goddammit. Get out of the city. Um. Alright, so... The show oh, actually opens... There's a tale of the tape. A what? Tale of the tape. What is that? Uh, they, they put up a graphic for Lesnar and Angle, and they have their, like, height, weight, and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, love, I, that. love that. I love that. I love... Sh- Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Mm-hmm. 
the presentation of wrestling by WWE at this point was just fucking on all cylinders. I agree. The presentation yeah. makes this. It's so... If you had this presentation in the Attitude Era... It would be... It, it wouldn't have changed. It would have just stayed there because it would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah. God. Like, just like... Also... I got a hot take before we go, go on. Go I got ahead. a hot take. I don't hot care take. how right. I don't care if this gets me any heat. God damn it, I'm clenching a fist. And I'm actually serious about this one. I don't care if this gets me any heat. This is the best set for any wrestling show of all time. I'm not gonna argue that. Best set. I'm not gonna argue that. Have your asylum. I love fist. your tu- I love the tunnel. Yeah. The the tunnels for TNA I, love the tunnel. I think are I, love are, it. I I'd put those at a distant second or third. I'd, I'd call him second. Sure. I'm a big okay. tunnel yeah. guy. Yeah. I like tunnels. Love tunnels. <laughs> you guys, listening, you don't know this. Braden, huge tunnel aficionado. Dude, I pork my white meat in a tunnel all, every night of the Holy week. Holy shit. That was a nightmare of a sentence. We used to call him the channel. Oh! <laughs> that makes me gag, dude. <laughs> makes me feel bad. <laughs> makes me feel poorly. <laughs> I just, ugh. Feel poorly. Um, no, this is a great set. That the the fist, the the angled screens on either side, the the little dome thing that they walk. Yeah. On. Um. Do you remember? It would have been years prior to this. The bit where Rhino gored Jericho through the dome, the little I screen. Think, yeah, I do you remember thing. that. Yeah. So like, I'm sure that was like a relatively easy bump because they had crash pads down there, and yeah. it's in essence just uh, what a sheet with you know some framework behind it. Yeah. That looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Looks way better than those stupid fucking LED boards oh, dude, opening just... like a door. Yeah. No, this this is great stuff. The more lights they add, the more goddamn lights they add, the worse it looks. The it's mo- pissing me off. The more lights they add and tell their talent, smile. Sure, yeah, even that. It bothers me. It really, truly bothers me, and the lights add to my botherment. Because, is that a word? Yeah, it, it is now. Cool. Hold on. Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Because <laughs> they... Dude, they have these poor fucking people that have to fucking work out and get glammed up and all this other shit to be on television all the time, what, and they what say... Was the word botherment. Use? Botherment. They have to fucking go out there and be under these high-definition cameras and these scalding hot lights and then get in the ring and perform these B-level theatrics, and they say, smile, smile, smile. Put those goddamn veneers that we're paying for out on display. It just makes... Ugh. It's all so forced. Fucking manufactured. Shit. It's not formal, but it is a word. You know what? I'll take it, because I'm not formal either. <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah, dude, these fucking... These, the LEDs, dude. Enough with these LED boards. Can't stand it. No more. No moss. Like, it... It yeah, makes... It, it, it kind of makes it, it... We've always talked... We've often talked about how, like, if you watch Raw in a vacuum, it's a perfectly cromulent wrestling show. Mm-hmm. It's almost, at this point, Raw is the vacuum. It really we, is. It's like we can't. There's. It's. It's devoid of human. Right. It's completely manufactured. It, it's like if you. If it's you had al- never it seen. It almost be better and cheaper to do it in CGI. Holy shit! 
Raw is Raw and SmackDown are CGI wrestling now. I'll bet a good sum of money. Avatar two comes out. Vince McMahon on his deathbed is calling James Cameron. I need you to do this. In a Mr. Cameron, I need you to help me make WWE the only wrestling that ever happens on God's green earth. I want to do mocap. I heard you. I heard you are the guy to go to for that. Um, please give me a call back. I called you about 16 times now and you've not, you've not answered. I'm serious. This is the 14th voicemail I've left for you. Just... If if not, you're fired! Jesus! God damn. Uh, I I didn't expect to go for that long. I wanted to... Honestly, I wanted to interrupt, but I don't remember exactly what... I I can't do a James Cameron because he just sounds Mm -hmm. like some innocuous person. Um... At this, I just felt like it was funnier if it was just a like the idea the that he's called. Also, I like that Vince keeps track of how many times he's called and how many voicemails he's <laughs> Are left. You... He has. I guarantee he does. Come yeah. on, not uh, a visual medium, but the the he, look yeah. I just gave Tom. No, he does. Um, <laughs> so let's get to this first match. I love Ray coming out to start the show. He's cruiserweight champion. It's like oh, fuck, good gear. There's a cruiserweight title. Good gear. Good gear. I think we've talked this about cruiserweight before. championship. It's a good design. Dig good it. fucking belt. Dig it. Classy. Looks important. Yeah. Worth fighting for. Uh, a person comes out uh, <laughs> to team with uh, Ray So Mysterio. Perry Saturn comes out. Perry Saturn comes out. <laughs> um, okay, it, it's been while. So the next... Uh, I'm sorry. The moment that I saw who was in this, mm-hmm. I was like, this has to rule. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's Ray and Benoit... Against Tajiri and Rhino, and I was like, right there, I was like, I'm sold. Right, I love straight up. I'm standing at my desk today with my with my phone, yeah, where my keyboard should be, (laughs) slightly looking down, and I see this match. I watched this at work today, guys. Mm -hmm. I was blown. I was like, I can't believe. I can't wait to see this. Yeah. Uh, I also loved it because this is actually keeping continuity up, but it's just, oh, Benoit's feuding with Rhino, and Ray is feuding with Tajiri. Let's just sh- push these things together and have a tag match. I love that. You know why? Because they built shit for next week. I have a note on that. They announced a match for the following week during this match. This is, And the match hasn't happened yet. Right. Like it's at the like you're right. It's it's as they're like making their entrances. I think that they announced this next early, week. Already... We're doing a cruiserweight title match with Tajiri and Ray. And I was like, imagine having a that much continuity to think that far ahead. Sure, the show is rewritten weekly. That's why they don't advertise anything. Nope. Um, imagine having just like the care to advertise at all. Uh, this is also <laughs> going back to something we talked about back on the undercard. The whole. Sasha and Naomi walking out thing. That that fucking horseshit about like oh they disappointed fans because we couldn't give you the main event, motherfuckers. They didn't announce that main event quote main event until the show had started. Nobody's watching that. Sh- we, we 
we, the viewing audience, don't know that this six-woman match is happening. So how the fuck are we tuning in to watch it? How are anyone in that building there to watch that match if we don't know it's gonna fucking happen? <laughs> like, theoretically, if you were watching this episode of SmackDown... Hypothetically. Hypothetically, for the sake of watching- the argument... This episode of SmackDown. I can't... I don't know what the rest of your point is. But if... I'm saying is, if you saw this episode and you're like, oh man, I'm in the area for the next week's event, I would love to see Ray versus Tajiri. I will take my time and my money and I will go there and watch it. Okay, cool. Then, if Tajiri says, fuck this, I'm out, and that match doesn't happen, then you can say Tajiri let down the people that came here to watch him have that match. Right? Mm-hmm. If you say, oh, there's a SmackDown, I'll go. I have no <laughs> concept of what's happening. And at the start of the show, they say, hey, this was going to be the main event, but now it's not happening. Fuck you, Tajiri. You're going to be like, well, all right, I'm already here. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Fuck. God. Um, Tajiri rules. Tajiri yeah. absolutely fucking rules. Rhino rules. Also, big time. This match was really good, really fun, just short. Rhino kills Benoit on a spinebuster. Mm-hmm. Just, the, the pace of this was insane. It was crisp. It was The, the chaos was Every, so good yeah. and well-timed. The Christmas, I did, I did note that, like... And I'm certain that they ran this on a house show probably f- eight times, but that's fine. I don't give a shit, right? Like, I, lo- I love it. Everything flowed it was very perfect. fucking well. It was perfect. Um, I just wrote down this an awesome sprint. Yes, you yes. Know? Um, great shit. I don't even remember who won. Babyfaces? Yeah. That? Yeah, okay. Um, they- my, my note here is, even in 03, The Rock was everywhere. Yeah? Oh, yeah, that's right, because they're they plugging the, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they keep calling this the season premiere of SmackDown. They do this every so often, and it. I, I'm like, guys, I don't think you know what a season is. Theoretically, a season for them would be a year. Like, it would be the same. Sure. But then they can't do that because then you don't get the anniversary show. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you can't have a season premiere or a season finale unless there's a break in between where you air reruns or you're just not on. No, I mean, you can. Yeah. I don't know. Can you imagine if they were just like, next week, a rerun of SmackDown from (laughs) 2002. Honestly, why not? I can't believe that didn't happen during COVID. Like, the, the Thunderdome era. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck is this still happening? Just say, hey guys... It's a pandemic. Everything's fucked. We're letting everyone go home. We're just going to replay Raw from who cares what year. Yeah, and then you can still say longest running weekly episodic television. You're not missing out on any of your precious fucking records. Like, honestly, it also it probably would have gotten better ratings. Yeah, I would have been more like I would have been more likely to watch a bad episode of Raw from '94. That I would have been to watch the anything that happened in the Thunderdome. None of that was good. And then have a reset, dude. Just a reset. Yeah. Honestly, 
if you were WrestleMania 30, what was the first one that was? 36? Was that the first? No, that was the, the zero people. 37. WrestleMania 37. Yeah. That was like the first one after COVID that was in right. front of people. Call that one WrestleMania Reset because you love your bur- your buzzwords. Sure. And just do a Reset Mania. Yeah. Advertise the matches because you, you still want to build hype. Right. Make them just fucking awesome. And sure. just... The, you were here. And then make it good. And then Vince dies and it becomes great. Maybe. <laughs> like, God forbid that we try something. Like, uh, whenever we talk about the creative shit here, and we, we bitch about it constantly. And we're not going to stop. We're, we're not going to stop bitching about it. I appreciate trying something different. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's not for me, right? Even yeah. if it's bad, that's fine. I don't care. Just try, right? Mm-hmm. I watched a review video for Raw this week. DQ after roll-up after DQ after roll-up after DQ after D- And I was like, I don't... Like, I don't understand why I should want to watch the shows. It's at this point where... All you should do is you should watch the pay-per-views in a vacuum. Sure. Watch the... Because that's where they're going to give you a fucking finish. Maybe. Only at the pay-per-views. And even then, sometimes it's a maybe. Yeah. Because they'll do shit like the top rope with Balor. Oh, fuck. Dude. And then, it won't even get addressed is the thing. Never. And here... You know how long it takes to address that? Eight seconds. Maybe ten. I bet I can do it in five. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to apologize for the faulty rope at the event this past Sunday. Finn Balor is going to make a full recovery. Wham! There you go. You know what? Time it at home. That doesn't... Pay attention. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> even, like, solve anything storyline or continuity-wise, but at least you're acknowledging that something happened. God damn it. Fuck! It's so... Fucking fury, infuriating. Like, like, cause okay, perfect example. Dreamwave, here. monthly show. Mm-hmm. Basically, there was a couple breaks in between, but monthly show for the most part, yeah. Perfectly, like, well told yeah. storylines. Yeah. Theoretically, I'm like, gonna make if, WWE that for me now. If an independent a company, monthly thing. If an independent com- company with a, a pretty solid budget can tell coherent storylines on a monthly basis. Why the fuck can't a billion dollar company with everything at their disposal tell a story that is like just solid and even if something by the way if something falls apart if something just doesn't fucking work just say yeah this sucks scrap it. (laughs) Like I think people are more accepting of that than they are just wait what happened to that thing when they just you know what I mean? Yeah. Barriered or fucking don't acknowledge it. Let's get back to this show. Just, God damn! It was such a that was such a good combo though. It really was. I just I was I was getting ugh. heated, dude. Um. So we're also hyping Los Guerreros versus World's Greatest Tag Team. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Quick. Quick thing here because we've talked about belts and belt designs on here a lot. What do you yes. think of this U.S. title? I like this U.S. belt. See, a lot of people ended up turning on it right before they redesigned uh, it. I think it was just that the, it, it wasn't necessarily the the design. It's uh-huh. just the fucking belt itself. Sure. I, just, I dug it, though. Like, I actually like this one. Hot take. I like the new one, too. 
I've started to come around to it. I initially didn't. I was looking at it wrong, and I thought it looked like the. I thought it looked like an owl in the middle. Mm. I can but see then you can once see I like actually looked at the belt, and I was like, "Oh no, that it is an eagle." There's just like a circle on either side of it that I thought were the owl eyes because I'm blind. A simpleton. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was that was really mean. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, now I will say this: of all the things about this show, this specific one that put it into that. This is from 03 Vacuum, right? Mm. Brother, we are plugging a new Limp Biscuit album <laughs> and the fucking GameCube back to back. Yeah, dude. I saw this and I was like, holy shit. Like, I, one, I can't believe this is still on Peacock. Big GameCube guy. Okay. Uh, I liked Super Smash Brothers. Mm hmm. That was on GameCube. That's a good right? one. Yeah. I think there's a couple of them on there. Yeah, sorry. I, I I never owned one. Yeah. But I lived in a house like a year after this came out. Like uh, a few months to a year after. It's a no four. Roommate had all the gaming systems of the day. So we had a GameCube, okay. uh, an Xbox, a P- uh, PS2. Y- yeah. You know what I mean? So like we would... I never got as into them as the other guys, but I'd play. When it yeah, was something you fun. you dabble. I'd dabble. Yeah, dabble, dabble, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Also, seeing this ad for this Limp Biscuit album, I was like, even as a fan, I don't think that one was very good. I listened (laughs) to it the next day at work. I was like, yeah, there's some stuff on here I like. This isn't very good. Yeah. Results may vary. It's not a good Limp Biscuit album. I'm not. I'm not a big Limp Biscuit guy. That's fair. But like, I'm saying in the discography. Of Limp Biscuit, that ain't one of their better ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, okay. After this, we have Tori and Nydia with Dawn Marie versus Shaniqua. So it's in essence Team Science versus, well, Shaniqua. My note says, "Oh, it's Nydia." <laughs> oh, it's Nydia. God, I, just. Yep. Willing to risk it all. Um, You or Nydia? Both. Okay, Uh, okay, okay. I need to get my SmackDown timeline ironed out because my next note here just says, when did Dawn Marie fuck Al Wilson to death? (laughs) I want to say 02 for some reason. So Tori has just made peace with that at this point then. Or was it after? That's I think what it was I'm 04. Saying. It was 04. Was it 04? Yeah, because we talked about it for Great American Bash 04. You know what? You're right. Okay. Because I remember very vividly Bucky having some diatribes about that. Man, were they really telling us some long-term story here where it's like they're totally chill and cool, and then Dawn Marie gets on that old hog and fucking rides it into the dirt? Yeah. Wow. I have full faith that they were doing that. Even the bad stories they put time into. <laughs> yeah! That's that's a good that's a good uh, upside there. <laughs> um Michael Cole says she's well over six feet tall. Yeah, yeah. She's five eleven. <laughs> Amazing. Uh I do have a note here that says Schneekel was kinda awesome. Oh yeah, big time. Hell of a power bomb. Yeah. 
Uh, I also t- I wrote down. I feel like she's the rough draft for what would become Jade Cargill. Okay. I can see it. Yeah. Like, just tall, muscular, godless killing machine. Yeah, yeah, loved yeah. It. Absolutely loved it. Did Tori do anything? Died. When? I don't know. I don't remember. I watched this a couple weeks ago. All I remember about this match is what Michael Cole said, because I noted it, and that that hell of a powerbomb for the finish. Uh, my last note on this just says there's a lot of science and a lot of murder. Because she, she's... Shaniqua walks through all of these people. Yeah. It's kind of dope. I liked it. Um, then we go back. We go to the back. Back to the back. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon is interrupted and threatened. Yes. By Vince McMahon. That is correct. And Big Show. That is correct. And Sable. That is correct. Now, here's the thing. Okay. This segment, it's whatever. It's a little bizarre promo. Show be it. Show be it, if you will. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Show be it. You know how I said earlier in the show that, oh, fuck, we're building towards Vince and Taker? Mm Mm-hmm. This is how long-term they were thinking. That ain't the next pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view is Vince versus Steph. Vince versus Taker happens after that. So we're building towards something that happens after the thing that we're building to. (laughs) Yeah, dude! They used to fucking try. They used to care, is a better way to put it. God damn it. And now it's just, ah, I don't know, put Austin Theory out there and he can make people want to take a fucking nap and then we'll have a DQ. <laughs> yeah. Fucking God. Uh, but, that's only because we're in 92. Soon. Let's just hope. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep for like five or six years. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I don't wake up. Oh no, <laughs> Jesus. Back um, to the threatening at hand. Yes. Vince threatens people like no other. All the time. It's great. You want to play rough? I'll play rough. <laughs> now don't they also reference that the week prior on SmackDown they had a match between Big Show and Stephanie McMahon? Uh, Brock Lesnar, I think. was. I thought it was Brock Lesnar. It's Brock. Yep, you're right. I, yeah. This is what... Free television, by the way, guys. Stephanie McMahon versus Brock Lesnar happened. All oh. because Vince wants her to quit being the GM? Yeah. Wow. I will not quit. <laughs> I'll make you quit. You'll beg me to quit. Dad, you could just fire me. <laughs> like... I want to do things my way. I want to do them the way I want to. I also love that that's legit the fucking impetus for the story. Yeah. Just, she flat out, like, it's another tiny thing where I'm like, y'all used to actually respect your audience. Because anyone who was watching this at the time would be like, why does he want her to quit? Just fire her. And she actually says, you could just fire me. He's like, no. I just want you to quit. Which works. For that character especially. Fine. It, perfectly acceptable. Like, we're pro wrestling fans. We will accept almost any explanation you give us. We um we talked about it on the show at some point when 
people were like, or Vince said, the only reason I don't fire you, Austin, is because I know people pay to come and see you. Absolutely. He Makes just does. I just don't want you to be champ. Perfect sense. Right. These people can pay money to watch you. They can buy your t-shirts. I just don't want you to be champion. Right? That's such a... That, it, it, just, it's pissing me off. I didn't expect to bring the heat on this one. Honestly, I didn't either. I kind of thought this was going to just be but us this is like cruise heat, control. We're both heating... To the one side, right? Right. We're, yeah, we're, because we're we like this is agree. this is good. I'm wearing a blue and white track jacket. I'm Man. a SmackDown guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a Randy Orton tank top. I'm a SmackDown guy. I'm wearing a National Video Game Museum T-shirt that I got in Dallas. I'm a SmackDown guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. So. After this, there's a Lesnar and Angle hype video, because we are just fucking driving home the point here. Yeah, I, I was like, for a second I was like, already? Yeah. Because I'm conditioned that a video package is right before the Oh, match. right, 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 right. Uh, after this, there's an Eddie and Chavo promo. Yep. Eddie uh, rules. I literally, my only note is just that Eddie was just so good. My, my, my other note on this says... Chavo sounds like Kerwin White, always. He just sounds like a like me. In the, oh okay, like if I went Eddie, we're gonna win the tag belts. That's how Chavo sounds. Everything that, Chavo's promos just sounded forced. Like they just sound yeah. like he's just reading them. But it could be because he just, I don't know, was tragically born without a personality. Dude, it's not insane. Formed. Like. I have a I, note later that's going to fucking... I hope it's going to blow your mind. He would have been better off being born, like, missing toes and having a personality. But instead, he has all his digits and just an absence of interest. <laughs> fucking A, man. <sighs> they, uh, there's a, a Cena promo. A rap promo here. He says he's, he's more American than silicone strippers. I liked that line. He has a that line. That was pretty funny. He also has a line about John Ritter. I only noted the last line. What is the last line? I'll be leaving the competition dead like Saddam Hussein's children. Uh, I remember that. What the fuck? He dude? also referenced John Ritter and a heart attack. John Ritter, beloved Hollywood actor who had. Died. Three's I don't know. Yeah, Three's Company. Yeah, yeah. Had died that like. Surprise you that I know that. It does honestly. Uh, <laughs> had like died very recently mm, from a mm-hmm. heart attack, and I'm like, bro, like, holy shit! Some of the we just you. God damn, man! How has the internet not come for John Cena and tried to cancel him? Well, because he's a meme, you see. Oh, okay. But you see, if you're a progressive person, you don't actually want progress in the sense of, oh, you used to do something bad, you learned from it, now you don't. What you want is to condemn people for the things they did in the past and make sure they have no measure of happiness ever again. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Fuck those people. Um, my next note just says, this tag match should rule. Do they have the jobber entrance for the world's greatest tag team here? 
Because uh, I don't remember them getting did, an entrance. I didn't notice. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I did Bullshit. make note on the piped-in crowd noise, though. Really? It's it's. I think it's tolerable here, but it is noticeable. Hmm. I caught it Be- because if you're looking at the crowd and you're listening to the crowd, it don't match up. Okay. Interesting. Um. So yeah, there's this, some solid tag stuff this, here. This in the, is good. In this. I, I dug it. Yeah. I'll give this. Good ups on Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, for letting Chavo give him a good head, for giving Chavo a good head scissors to himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Chavo's head scissors was good, but it was because of Shelton. Correct. Yeah, Shelton, Shelton is in that next level of underrated. Just, you know what I mean? It's it's unreal, dude. Also, the tenure that he has had there. Yeah, like I know he was released for. Maybe a year and a half at some point, because I know that uh, he did some stuff in Ring of Honor, uh, which is bonkers to me. Uh, at one point, they did uh, in Ring of Honor, they did Hero and Claudio against Shelton and Charlie Haas, mm. which I was like, "Yeah, I want to fucking see that." But for the most part, yeah, he's been a WWE guy for fuck, man. We're coming up on twenty years at this point. Yeah, if, if we're not there already, because he would have been in OVW. In like a one oh two, so I mean, outside of that one stint, you know, twenty fucking years. That's crazy. What is he doing on TV? I couldn't fucking tell you. Oh, he's not on TV. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, did you notice the structure of this? Uh, I honestly, no. I, I I had uh, one or two or uh, five notes, but nothing. Yeah. They did a little bit of like a shine stuff. And then they did a little back and forth. Yeah. And then more shine. And then something happened, and they did a double touch into the cutoff. Interesting. I was like, okay? Interesting. Uh, I just had a couple of notes about how, like, there's a very good blind tag. Yes. Very fucking good. Um, And a very neat hot tag that I liked. Okay, so here's my my note here that I hope will, will... I hope you'll agree with me on, or at least hear me out. Mm. Charlie Haas is the Chavo of non-Guerreros. Yes. Perfectly serviceable, technically sound, but Chavo had more of a memorable career because of his last name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If if Chavo's last name had been Haas, he is... Charlie Haas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there is a double flapjack murder on Charlie Haas. I think he thought it was a double back body because he tucked. He did, but the it's a weird thing because he committed to the flapjack bump. He is in the air, yeah, and then it's just like, no, I'm just going to tuck my head and die. It's so weird. It's awful. Um, he dies so hard. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, Guerrero's get the win here. Great stuff. Uh, it was cool to see Eddie holding two belts. Dug that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it kind of also confirmed that they were immediately devaluing the U.S. title. But there's that. They bring it back. They have a tournament. He's the first one. Yeah. And then, like, a month later, it's like, oh, yeah, you got the tag belt, too. Which... 
is good for Eddie. But uh, at yeah. the same time, I was like, oh, yeah. You guys just stopped caring about that one. Like, instantly. Yeah, you can't just, like... You can't do that or off the jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much. Um... It's cool to see someone have two belts, but when both of those belts are established, you see. Right. Uh, um, we also talk a lot about the passage of time and how fast it happens on this show. Mm-hmm. So this is September, right? Yep. February, Eddie is world champion. Five months. So It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> uh, there's a recap video of Brock trying to kill Stephanie. Yeah. This, uh, they, they, they they go on about... They say this a couple times, that it's the first time in broadcast television history yeah. that there's going to be an Iron Man match. Correct. Uh, oh, they yeah. also reference it's only the third ever Iron Man match in the WWE. Mm. So the first being Brett and Sean yeah. at Mania 12, which... Hey, by the way, if you're listening to this and you've seen it, that match ain't that good. Suck it. Uh, the second being Rock and uh, Triple H... At Judgment Day 2000! And then this. Was the Triple H and Rock one good? Uh, I, it's enjoyable. Okay. Like, I like it. I, I don't think that it's great. I think it's more entertaining than Brett and Sean. Mm-hmm. You know what? No. I've been sitting on this too long. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's happening here? Here's what's happening here. Oh my god. Here's why the Brett Sean match ain't that fucking good. Okay. You know that the match goes to an hour. Yeah. You know this, right? These are the rules. It's a different match than just a normal match. They wrestle that match as if it's just, let's just have a wrestling match that goes to an hour. <laughs> There's nothing different about it at all than just if they were having a match on a house show and they said, hey, go 60 minutes and go to a draw. That's it. It is boring as fuck. It's just long. The shit that they do in ring, yeah, it's good cool, great, grand, whatever. The overtime thing gets a great reaction. The finish gets a great reaction. Great. But you know what? It would have been cool if they had been tied at the end of it, say, one-to-one. Two-to-two, maybe. Maybe they had told some sort of a nuanced story in between to get to that point, and then you do the overtime thing, and then Sean gets his moment. The boyhood dream has come true! But instead, nah! Let's just have a match that just eats up the fucking clock. I have some notes about that later. Fucking hey, yeah, or related well, yeah. to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Locker uh, room sellout. They do the bit backstage with the APA. I love. I love. I it. did too. Yeah. Because well, theoretically, why wouldn't you? Because it's, it's everybody like placing you. bets on who wins, right? Well, y- yeah, that yeah. that is an interesting part too. But like, seeing just seeing the roster watching was a cool idea because like you do people in sports watch other people in their sports. Of course, I guarantee they do. Yeah. So I like them portraying that here. It makes it seem like people are the wrestlers and not robots. Yeah. God damn it. I agree. Like, if you're an NFL player, you're watching the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're on. I agree. Um, Shape. Both. Yeah. God damn. Both of them. 
Like, holy I'm shit. I'm going to go ahead and say, although it might sound a little bit insane, especially Angle. Uh, no, no, I agree. He, yeah. he He's somehow both jacked and shredded to the gills here. Just abs, God all of damn. them. Yeah, all like, of them. All of them. Uh, me and KG so always joke that Kurt Angle in 02 was the perfect professional wrestler. 03's right there with it. Mm. Like, there ain't much he can't do at this point. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that shocked me on this, they start pretty fucking aggressively. Yeah. Like, I honestly was like, oh, I bet the first, like, five minutes of this is them rolling around doing some fucking nifty Reco Groman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. NCAA horse shit. You know, whatever, because you have an hour mm-hmm. and we know you guys' backgrounds. Nope. Didn't get that. Kind of like it. Oh, I, I mean, I did too. It just, it kind of just shocked me. Was the thing. And then they slowed down a lot. Yeah, which is fine. I know you have to have those. Mo- it's sixty who, minutes. Yeah, who in their, who could have a sixty-minute match without eating up a little bit of time? You know what? That might be a fucking a fun little side tangent here. If we're talking just pure in-ring athletic, right? Like, you say, who can go 60 minutes and keep the pace up the whole time? Mm. Right here, right now. Give me a couple of picks. Who do you think you got? Based on who's in the industry. Are we talking current? Yeah. Like, right now? Sure. Or if you want to go all time. Yeah, by all means. I don't care. I can can think of... Jeremy Wyatt, easily. Jeremy Wyatt, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think Osprey. Yeah. I think Osprey. I think Pac. Yeah. Um, maybe not currently, but I don't know. But at one point in time, AJ. Mm-hmm. Danielson. Danielson. Yeah. I, I Danielson could do it in his sleep. I think at this point. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the yeah. well, the, the sixty minute match he had with Hangman. That pace was very. Like, at no point did I feel like it was slow. Yeah. Like, I know they had a couple of dips, you know, and whatever else, but at no point was I was like, oh, this is where they're slowing it down. Like, that was yeah. an easy hour of television to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I had a note here, this version of Brock Lesnar yeah. is almost a different person. Yeah. Entirely. Like, are you talking, like, pre-leaving like, for UFC? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like... Brock Lesnar now, I almost want to... Sure. Yep. I almost want to call, like... The correct form? Like, le- he's just... He's Lesnar. Whereas, this is Brock Lesnar. I feel like it's a different person. It's not just a different time. It's a different... Per- I. It's He wrestles different... He's still fucking awesome. Wrestles differently. Carries himself differently. I think he's all got it better it now. Different. I think he, yeah, exactly. He does so much more in this. Like, I think there's he's... so many things in this match where I was like, I don't remember, because like, at this point, Lesnar has been back for ten years. Mm-hmm. There's so many things in this where I was like, I don't remember seeing him do this, dude. To me, it's like just a completely. He's he's got more of a unique thing going on now. For sure. 
Like the MM, like the way he does the MMA, like the psyching himself is, up, the little hops and the stuff. little hops, yeah. the way he carries himself, his fucking the, look, the shorts. Yeah, him wearing the shorts and the in the boots, no yep. knee pads. Here I think he's that's in just a little more bit more dialed into gear. what he, what like what suits him. Oh yeah, than it is yeah. here, but he's still fucking awesome here. It's just interesting to go back here, knowing what what Brock we have now, Cowboy Brock Lesnar. Like the, he he does elbow drops in this match. Yeah, you know he Insane. does. He, at some point he does a DDT, and he I'm does like, a DDT, yeah. And it's a weird thing because I'm like. I'm positive, like, obviously, these aren't what I would call complicated moves. Sure, he could, there's not a doubt in my fucking mind he could still do these things, right? They are exceedingly simple. I cannot imagine a world in which 2022 Brock Lesnar does a DDT. Like, it That just, would be insane, dude. It would fucking shock me, you know? Like, and that's crazy to say because, again, dude, I, I can teach a... Either of us. We, we, we could teach any animal with an arm how to do a DDT. We could teach an octopus how to do a DDT. Like. <laughs> the psychology of this match is fucking brilliant. I loved it. The psychology of this match is brilliant. So, we're wrestling around for a few minutes, right? We get up a little bit of the clock. Eventually, Lesnar just fucking waffles Angle with a chair. Yeah. Gets DQ'd. That yep. Needs, that's a fall. That that's for fall angle. for angle. Yep. And then he picks him if up. If I'm not mistaken, just hit, picks yep. him up. F five. Yep. One, two, one, three. three. There's yep. Now we're tied, but angle boy. is still down and out. So Loved it turns it. into being the, that's the big story. Here. Yeah. Angle keeps racking up falls. At one point, it's five to three. Yeah. I love that there's a lot of falls in this. Yes. And also that some of them come off of things that are just not. Things. Top rope belly to belly is one of them. Yeah. A superplex is one of them. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Why? How does it not? That's that is the biggest fall you can legitimately take in, in a, a regular the context match. of a regular match. So of course that's a match. The the superplex one, I lost my mind. I was like, holy shit, that's a finish. I loved it, especially because at that point they're like. 35, 40 minutes in. I think. Yeah. I think. There's an F5 on the outside. Yep. Man, Angle gets counted out. Yep. I'm like, I love what they're doing here. This yeah. makes perfect sense. This is one of the smartest Iron Man matches ever. Yeah. And it's better than Brett versus Sean. Easily. Come at me, internet, you fucking mooks. Um, no, this oh, here's is my great. note. Here's my note. About the thing you brought up, the thing I was referencing earlier. Yeah. This is how you do an Iron Man match. No zero to zero overtime. You have to have more than one fall in an Iron Man match. Yes. Otherwise, it's just a long, goddamned fucking match. Like, and and it's. I don't want to fucking keep harping on it, and I'm not trying to. Be creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what, guys? Get over your fucking egos and do a fall because you know that guy's gonna get one on you and then you can do your fucking finish god damn it uh fuck dude um <laughs> god damn it man this this by the way this match is really physical oh big time like they they are beating the shit out of each other 
And I know that both of them like enjoy that style and everything, and it's ingrained in them from amateur wrestling and collegiate wrestling and Olympic wrestling. But goddamn, like the ref gets bumped. Yes. At one point. <laughs> My next note is we're halfway through. Yeah. So much gets crammed into this, which sounds insane to say because they have an hour. Right. How do you but cram still, into sixty minutes? That's just a testament to how good this goddamn match is. There's a belt shot. Oh, by the way, that ref bump, Homeboy turns inside out off of it. Really? Yeah. Okay. If you watch it, because it, it's a, a clothesline. Yeah. It's a swing and a miss and a clothesline. Hedner Jr. does like an inside out. He's like, hey, Dad, here's how you fucking bump. <laughs> Cunt. I had a note on it, too. It just says we're only 30 minutes in. Um, the way Brock picks up Hebner. By the belt, it's oh, like it's amazing. Very, the, yeah. the way he did the Charles Robinson, I think the Charles yeah. Robinson's better because he gets up into the apron. Yeah, but he just fucking like a like luggage and throws him over by angle. Mm-hmm. Gets another fall that way, I believe. Uh, at some point late in this, there is a top rope drop kick from Kurt Angle. In 08, that would have been a flip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with my knees, Brock. <laughs> Before that, he does a top rope double axe handle to the outside. Yeah. He's insane. <laughs> he's absolutely insane. That would have been a corkscrew. Uh, no way. Angle does miss the moonsault. It is the moonsault. Just hot damn. Your Twitter handle handle will eventually be Chad Gable's moonsault. You've said it on the show. My Twitter <laughs> handle is going to be Kurt Angle's moonsault. Amazing. Okay. Kurt Gable and Chad Angle. <laughs> anyway, um, Brock gets thrown. No, Kurt gets thrown by Brock a hundred yards at one point. Yeah, just fucking hucks him. <laughs> Impossible. There's a belly to. Okay, at one point, Kurt or er, uh, Brock goes for belly to belly. And the way that Kurt Angle counters that into the fucking ankle lock is the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Hmm. He like gets grabbed for the belly to belly and like does some weird fucking boom, breaks it, and then pushes his arm up across. Yeah. So he turns around and then picks the leg. It's like a weird. Huh, it's I don't so that. fucking cool. Interesting. That seems like something I would have caught. Uh. So okay, so let's let's get to this finish because these guys do an excellent job of pacing this match out, right? Big Making time. it exciting because I think he said at one point, yeah, it's five to two or something. Five to three. Five to three. I'm sorry. Kurt Angle is the best late kick outer ever. Yeah, that's the last thing I'll say before I get to like my ending notes. Uh, this last couple minutes is fucking intense, smart, and oh, big time, intense. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, just. Ooh, the finish. It was one of those things where I was like, to me, I think this is such an interesting finish on a, a couple of different levels. Let me tell you first why I absolutely fucking love this finish. Okay. The crowd knows the score, right? It's yep. probably on the Titantron somewhere. Got to. Right? Yep. They know it's, at this point, four to five. Mm-hmm. And Kurt has the ankle lock. Mm-hmm. If Brock taps, it's a tie and we get an overtime. Sure. That seems pretty feasible. Right. But it doesn't happen. Right. Love it. So here's why I love it. 
Not just for the reasons that you said, but I'll add those to my reasons. I love it because Kurt is defending the title. And he has the hold. Mm-hmm. He, uh, by all accounts and rights and logic, has the man beat. But because of the scoring system and because of the fucking rules of the match and the story that we've told, Brock, who is on the defensive and on the under, wins. Mm-hmm. So when the bell rings, Kurt sells, oh, fuck no, I have lost the match, I have lost my title. Perfect. Brock is selling his ankle because he's yeah. fucked up and in agony, but Brock gets the fucking belt. So it's, to me, the perfect definition of um, lose the battle, win the war. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen... I'm sure that I have, I just don't remember. But the champion being on the defensive like that mm-hmm. and still... I'm sorry, coming out with the title is what I should say. New, new champ, by the way, too. Like, title change. Title change on TV. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, sometimes that was cool. Angle's sell of this is so good. Yeah. Just defeat. I don't... Also, I don't remember Angle being face here. I, yeah, because... Because Brock is clearly the heel here. Yeah. I don't remember that. No, yeah. Plus, we cover a show, uh, No Way Out 03, Judgment Day 03... Brock and Big Show. Yeah. This same year, and Brock's right. the babyface. Right. So my timeline was all fucked up. No, they, they did a couple of weird switches around this time. So, okay, so after Mania 19, Brock's babyface. Yeah. A few months after that, they switch him heel. Hmm. He loses the title at SummerSlam to Angle because Angle's coming back from an injury sustained at Mania 19. So obviously he gets the baby face like, yay, your neck's not broke, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Angle wins the belt. Brock leans further into being a heel because the SummerSlam 03 match, like, Vince is managing Brock. I Yeah, they played the video package. They saw right. they saw Vince was like, no, nah, don't tap, and he's wearing an awful shirt. Yeah, it's very bad. It's the worst. Uh, <laughs> so they'd already switched Brock in anticipation of Angle coming back. And then just ran with it to this point. But then... By... The following Mania... Angle has switched back to being a heel because that's him and Eddie. Mm. But I think that switch happens like a month prior to Mania 20. So, yeah. Okay. Something. Uh, I like I like the segment of the show that is... Tom exercises wrestling timeline knowledge. Yeah, especially when it's like this timeline where I was still very much watching and can kind of remember these things. Mm. I just... I, I, I noted something that we have to get to at some point. I just wanted to... Oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so... um, I love how our beads are just always open. Yeah. Our beads are always open. Producing on the fly, brother. Honestly, anytime anything happens that's not technically the show, mm-hmm. we just leave it in. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we have no quality control. Um, But we still bring a fantastic show to you. The people. The people. Um, <laughs> Chuck Palumbo, <Would> Berna. <laughs> Let's just get it all out. Would there. you recommend this show? Honestly, yeah. I would too. Big time. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of want to watch next week's episode. Don't I like to yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Ray. Uh, 
it's funny to me because like this is overall a short show. It's yeah. less than two hours because they you know commercial breaks and everything. Mm-hmm. I kind of think both halves of it. Like you can watch that Iron Man match as its own thing, and yeah. it's great. The rest of the show is still very good. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Loved it. I honestly, I want to go back to more episodes of SmackDown from this, these couple of years yeah. in, this, in this window, because I feel uh, like without as much as a, I picked it because of the Iron Man match, sure. but an episode around this time without the Iron Man match would have more stuff in it. I feel right. like that makes for a, more talking points and stuff like that. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, because the back half of this is a match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what else would be fun because we've done a lot of first ever's. We have not done the first SmackDown. That's in, that would be interesting. I don't think I've ever seen the first. I have like not. set honestly. I don't, yeah, I, don't I, I feel like they did one as a like network special mm. type thing as like a trial run for the deal with UPN, and then it was like, oh, this is going to be a show. So I think it would be fun to do the one that was like, this is going to be a show episode because I, if, if I recall correctly. <laughs> That trial run was basically, like, just another episode of Raw. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, we're just going to do a Thursday Night Raw on UPN. Weird. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we want to plug anything on this one, or do we want to save those? Save those sweet plugs. Theoretically, I mean, honestly, we really should plug every time. We yeah. really should. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I okay. know you like to do these ones where we don't plug, but we really should every it time. It just feels like a chore. Arnie right. Pro, St. Louis Anarchy. Boom, boom. RPW. Boom. Uh, Zowalive. I almost said of one that doesn't exist anymore. Um, Zowalive, yep. Boom. Uh, Higher Ground? Higher Ground, yes. Boom. At WowEd Podcast on Twitter. Boom. WowHeads, W-A-W-Heads at gmail.com for our email. Boom. Uh, Tom's phone number is... Oh, my God! I don't know your phone number off the top of my head. Please Um, don't. uh, (laughs) Follow me on Twitter at Deschain underscore QD. Uh, You can add me on Snapchat. Uh, Dying app. Uh, Is it really dying? I don't know. I don't Probably. think it is. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I use it more than my text message app. It's very fun. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you have pictures or video. I literally <laughs> saw someone say recently that um, in, uh, Instagram is where the good filters are. What? And I wanted to be like, you might be the fakest person that's ever lived. Yeah, yeah. Like, get the... <laughs> just for real. Just, just go fucking choke. Wow. Jesus Christ. While we're talking about social media apps, mm. guys, we're going to plug something that you don't even know that we're plugging. Oh, shit. Voxer. Yes. Voxer. Get on. Get. Bring V-O-X-E-R. Bring back Voxer. Get on Voxer. It's fucking awesome. It's basically walkie-talkies in the 21st century. And it's so great. I think walkie-talkies were pretty much in a lot in the... 21st century. I mean, it's basically walkie-talkies in the 2020s. I gotta be honest, I don't know if you could buy a walkie-talkie right now. Like, I bet you can get one off of Amazon. Well, not just one. You would have to, bare minimum, get two. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I had a couple walkie-talkies as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like one of them, like, like, branded, like, the superhero walkie-talkies. Sure, that have, like, eight 
AAA batteries in them, and they only work within 20 feet of each other. You yeah. have to be, like, looking at the guy. Hey, I'm on the other side of the room right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just shit like that where it's just like, yeah, I can just hear you talking. You don't have to say this into the thing. Like, but if we whisper, you can't hear my actual... <laughs> but if I'm around the corner of the house, the signal is weak, so you gotta get in the front yard. Um... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that that's was a all weird, we got. That was a weird diatribe there. A little um, bit. Sometimes kids' toys were fun when I was a kid. I I I, I like kids' toys. You I know like what, when uh, they were metal, dude. I like metal kids' <laughs> toys. No, no, I'm not. That's not a joke. I'm serious. I had a fucking Tonka truck. It was fucking metal, dude. That shit fucking cut me a couple times, dude. I learned. I grew. So did I. You know what I think was great? <laughs> what? Those water balloons that were printed to look like uh, hand grenades. Did you ever see those? <laughs> I think so, yeah, yeah, But yeah. the thing that I thought was amazing about them was that for whatever reason, the rubber on those was really thick. Yeah, yeah. So you would film with water you want to like, still keep it dark. Right, right, you want it to look like a hand grenade. Yeah, so you'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. we're going to have this water balloon fight. And But you're just throwing... <laughs> Three pounds of water at people you're that can't break, hail, and you're dude. <laughs> he's just bombing them with these cams. Jesus. Dude. What are we